Whether on the go or at the table, get lost in a conversation about everything coffee with your host, Eric Ortiz. Hey everyone, welcome to Everything Coffee, a podcast that delves into the relationship of coffee with a variety of people from manufacturers, cafe owners, coffee roasters, social media personalities, and so much more. This podcast takes on a deep conversation about everything coffee. Today, I welcome in Christian and Jose hosts of Coffee Break, a podcast that's aimed at sharing their love for coffee. And after 23 recorded episodes, much more by the time you listen to this, Christian and Jose are here to join me and talk about their podcast and passion for the coffee world. Christian and Jose are friends of over 10 years, having gone to college together, both mechanical engineers from Houston, Texas, good old Texas. Both gentlemen even work together. And their kids are starting to build friendships with each other, which is pretty darn cool. You can catch all their latest episodes of Coffee Break at coffeebreakpod.com and find them on Instagram at coffee.break.podcast. Everyone, welcome Christian and Jose. How are you guys? Hey, Eric. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. How, how, how are you both? Doing well. Sorry. <laughs> You guys got a little bit of time delay there. I uh, I I'm I'm always happy to have uh, new guests, especially uh, people that I've met in the uh, the coffee world. Um, and, and long and behold, I'm not the only person doing coffee uh, podcasts. In fact, I'm not the first ones. You guys are are one of the first ones out there. Already 23 episodes. By the time this is recorded, there's 23 episodes already broadcasted. But um, tell me a little bit about you all, guys. Christian, you first. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Sure. Thanks, Eric. Um, well, you kind of explained a, a good chunk of what we talk about in our podcast about um, where we started with, with our podcasting journey as well as our friendship. Um, as far as what I do, um, aside from the, the engineering that we, we've mentioned, I also do a little bit of, say, entrepreneurship on the side. Um, so I recently completed my MBA. Uh, and so that kind of led me into a few different things. Nice. And that, congrats. That, congrats. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. That that might be one of the things that also led us to to doing this podcast because Jose and I had talked for, for several years about doing something, whether it was starting a food truck or doing this thing with the podcast. Um, and then the pandemic kind of accelerated that. So we, we got to try a bunch of different things. And then we eventually had the time um, as well as the the motivation to actually do it. So that's, and, and here that's, we are today. Yeah, that's two different things, man. Podcast, food truck. That's uh, <laughs> maybe what you should do is get the food truck and do the podcast in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be really interesting. <laughs> How about yourself, Jose? Yeah, same here. So, I mean, like, like I had told you, you know, Christian and I have been friends for a very long time. And we always got together and just talked about coffee and we shared with each other. And that allowed our our love for coffee to really grow through through our conversations which was which was really special right especially because we've been friends for so long uh, the podcast like christian mentioned it was just one of the many things that we had discussed and the pandemic did accelerate it and i also took it as an opportunity to practice my my public speaking because i'm not native english speaker so it, it's given me a chance and you'll probably hear in some of the episodes there's a lot of ums and ahs coming from me because you know i'm letting my brain catch up um so it's been really good practice to to do a bunch of other things. But aside from the podcast, uh, I'm not as busy as Christian is. I, I don't really have entrepreneurship <laughs> going on and all that kind of stuff. Uh, it's just yes. really my job, my family, and and the podcast. 
that so, that's not that's a kinda... bad thing. Yeah, that's not a bad thing. So, so I I've listened to a few episodes and I'm always impressed by uh, people who, who do the same things out there that I'm trying to do. Uh, it comes so easy for you all uh, having that friendship. It sounds like you have a good chemistry. Yeah, appreciate it. You know, a couple of people have given us that feedback, and I'm glad it comes through. Our, you know, we like to joke around a lot, and and we truly are really good friends outside of uh, the podcast and outside of work. Uh, so I'm glad it does come through in in the recordings. Absolutely, yeah. I don't know it what does. you think, Christian? Uh, yeah, I've, I've heard our recordings, and I'd say it pretty well characterizes how we typically chat uh, and talk. You know, like day to day. It sounds when smooth, come. right? It sounds smooth. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I bother Jose in his office quite often, uh, and I'd say what, what you hear on the podcast wouldn't be too different to listening to us chat in person. So glad to hear that it comes through. <laughs> Absolutely. And so I, I was reading, and I always tell people this, that I always ask guests to give me a little bio behind them, and I already know a little bit about the individual. I, I try to do a little bit of research beforehand, and one of the things that I kind of got here was uh, that it, it took until like episode two, uh, where, where some folks can be a little like, I, I guess, uh, frou-frou with coffee. And so that you're, you're kind of taking the podcast into that realm where it's a little easier to kind of gauge and talk with, I guess, just people and not make it sound frou-frou, right? Right. You know, we've been to many coffee shops in the past, and I, I don't want to say all of them, but the, the, the issue that I was seeing was that there was somewhat of a, standoffish attitude if if that's a, a good term to use toward toward the people that that didn't really know that much about coffee so i would go and order something and they would kind of look down on you for ordering you know a milk-based drink or whatever sure, sure. and it was a little off-putting especially for someone who's trying to come into the into the coffee industry and as a customer right it's not very welcoming so we're, we're trying to to bring that love for coffee and that education not not that we are experts of any sorts but just bringing it to the masses as best as we can and being approachable and friendly. And I, and I think it comes off as that uh, when I listen to the podcast, it, it is a smooth conversation. It is a, I don't want to say that it's a simple conversation. It's very complex, but there's a way to approach coffee. And I've talked to many guests already. And one of the things for them is it's really important is to kind of bring it to the masses to, to get the normal, um, you know, person out there that just goes to the store and just wants to have some coffee to understand that there is better quality coffee out there. It doesn't have to be, uh, you know, rare coffees or, or special ways to make them. But, but sometimes just grinding your fresh coffee is, uh, the best step you can take before you kind of getting into this, this hobby. I, I, have you all been in the hobby for, for some time now for coffee, or is this something where you kind of learned a little bit during the pandemic? I'll let you go first, Christian. Um, I would say Jose and I probably started getting into coffee more deeply maybe about eight years ago. So he and I have been at the same company for the last 10 years. And, you know, the, the first couple of years, we were still trying to get our, our feet um, under us and trying to understand the, the oil and gas industry that we had just joined then. Um, and then as we got more familiar with it, we had noticed that we had more free time. So um, I was buying more coffee gadgets, like this portable espresso machine, which, you know, in hindsight was quite terrible for actually making good espresso, but it was interesting. Um, Wait, w- and- w- was, it, was it the, uh, the Wacao uh, Presso one by any chance? 
No, unfortunately, I, I don't remember the brand, but it was like a, a little capsule that was handheld, and you like, gotcha. um, yeah. So that that was probably the start of it, and it probably wasn't until the last what do you say? I was like five, six years or so that we really started getting into say espresso and and researching or discovering new types of beans, etc. Yeah, that's exactly it. I mean, you know, in the last the first five, I sorry. In the first five years of the last 10 years, I think that the journey kind of started with just buying better beans. And, and in reality, with just buying whole bean at Starbucks and having a grinder at home, like you said, Eric, you know, just that's kind of like the baby step that you take toward making better coffee, sure, right? Sure, just, absolutely. just buying, grinding fresh, making it fresh and all that kind of stuff. And I thought I knew everything there was to know about coffee at that point. And then then I find out about the Aeropress about five years ago. That's when, when Christian had, like he said, Little did you started know, right? Kind of delving deeper, right? <laughs> Little and did you know that it just existed. accelerated. Yeah, I, I and it accelerates fast. I, I I will say the same from my side. Um, I have spent way more than I should have ever spent on on gadgets and gizmos. Um, I, I would say that I'm I'm probably well over the the five seven thousand dollar range, sadly, in terms of <laughs> coffee usage, but. Uh, it's fun. It's addictive. Uh, coffee, especially once you start getting into it, and as you said, the research and, and the types of beans and as well as the methods of brewing, um, it really just comes out as a, as a science. How much of that background in mechanical engineering comes into coffee for you all? Uh, you know, I start with this one. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, I thought it would uh, it would have much more of an impact than it actually does. Um, I thought we'd be able to simplify it and break it down into like easy mechanical terms or easy, you know, physics, but it's not as easy as it seems. Uh, I guess where the engineering background comes in handy is, is just that desire to, to delve deep into a question or into an issue and really learn more about that. So not necessarily the the specific background, but just that propensity to, to do that. I can imagine that uh, being mechanical engineers, you guys like to tinker a lot. Is there a lot of tinkering going on when it comes down to your own machinery? <laughs> um, personally, I actually don't like tinkering with things a lot. It's it's really strange. Um, I I love when things are great out of the box, and that is a huge plus for me. And and it's really weird. You know, there's all these modifications that you can make to your espresso machines. And I don't know if it's maybe me not trusting my own hands and thinking <laughs> that I'm going to ruin my espresso machine or me just wanting to appreciate the, you know, the, the beauty of the machine as it came. But I don't know. Maybe at some point I'll, I'll get into that a little bit more. How I, about I, you, Christian? I feel the same way, by the way. I, I have a Breville dual boiler and, and – um, this machine, I know you can modify it, and I know you can do the flow control with the water uh, dispensing, but I, I'm like you. I, I just hate the idea of having to open up something, modifying it, do something to it, and, and, I, and I definitely don't trust my hands. That's for sure. Yeah, and you know, that's, that's how I was with my car, too. When I got my car, I didn't want to do any modifications. I wanted to just leave it stock and do <laughs> It's just... It's definitely like that, yeah. Christian, what would you say for yourself? I mean, are, are you a, a tinkerer? 
Um, yeah, so I am a tinker, but the, I also have a dual boiler and the cost of it is so high. I'm not really willing to, to reach into it and start playing with it. Um, and, and I agree with Jose that there's some products and typically the Breville products are pretty well suited already for what they need to do for, especially for the, the level of customer that is looking to reach. Um, but the, back to your question about how the mechanical engineering background maybe has an impact on how we deal with coffee. I would say it makes us maybe not more curious than say the, the normal non-engineering person. Um, but I think that it does have um, an element in why we continue to test out, you know, different grind sizes or different tools as well as the, the types of beans. Um, as Jose touched on already, it's the, the curiosity is, is definitely there for us because of that background. I can imagine. I, I, I would believe that it's a little tempting to want to do it, but I, uh, no, I, I'm the same way. I just, I just won't do it. Christian for yourself. I, uh, started doing this podcast and I know you all have been doing this for a while now. How do you approach the podcast itself? Uh, it, everyone has a different format, how you kind of not getting into technical aspects of it, what do you use for gear, but how do you approach going in for a podcast and how do you guys plan this together? Lately, I would say we, we've done a, quite a bit more planning for each episode than we have in, say, the first five or six episodes. So now we, we talk about you know a, a content strategy based on what time of the year or the, the season that's occurring um, and potentially what kind of trends in coffee we're seeing. So that that is a, a new element. Um, but I would say generally we're looking to kind of just have fun with the episode. So there's times where we talk about oh, the, the original plan is we're going to do this, but I'm not really feeling that today. Let's see if we can just kind of take it easy and, and do something more fun. Um, so generally, it's how do we make something that is educational and interesting, but also fun for us to make. Sure. And Jose, when you are approaching those guests, what goes into just getting the right guests for the show? Uh, you know, there's a lot of conversation that happens beforehand. And the same way you kind of reached out to us, and we got to talk beforehand and get to know each other. It's it's a little bit about the message that, that people have, right? Uh, the most recent one being with Juan Welches from, from Honduras. You know, he, he had like a, a very dynamic and fun thing going on with his Instagram. And he had a, he had a lot of good things to say. And he, didn't, he even had the, the chops to, you know, like correct us in some technical terms that we got wrong. And I really appreciated that because that's what we're about. We want to educate people. But he did it in a way that was really educational and really friendly rather than just, you know, shooting us down and telling us we were wrong. So I, I thought that was that was kind of the perfect personality for having in our in our episodes. Absolutely. I, I, I think it's important to have guests that are willing to kind of come in there and and do it as you said correct and and properly properly educate because us as hosts uh myself jose and christian we're, we're definitely not experts in the field i mean we we love coffee um uh, we we understand coffee we have the gear and, and we act like home baristas because we, we kind of are but ultimately when it comes down to it we try to bring in experts that know far more than than definitely i know about uh, coffee itself. What have been the challenges for both of you that you just were not expecting and come in, in terms of podcasting, uh, especially for the coffee world? You should start us off as a <laughs> man, social media, social media is a world that I did not imagine myself getting this deep into. 
Um, the, the reality of it is you can't really promote your podcast if it's just sitting there, right? You have to have a way to get the podcast to people. So when we first started, you'll notice we didn't really have a lot of posts. We were posting maybe once or twice a week. And then every time we released an episode and it was kind of random. Um, but the growth was really slow and it was showing also in the listenership. So, you know, we kind of made an intentional decision to to start creating content a little more often and spend more time trying to like post and get our name out there and, and trying to bring people to, to the Instagram so that they could eventually come to the podcast. Right. And we have seen a, a significant increase in, in listenership as well as a result of that, uh, of that Instagram drive. How about you, Christian? So, what, what, what has been the most challenging aspect of, of podcasting that you weren't expecting when it comes into, to coffee world, social media included? Sure. Um, you know, it's really interesting that we, I initially had these thoughts that the difficult part of podcasting would be getting um, our message or our personalities to show through. And, and luckily that, that hasn't been the problem for us. I'd say the, the analytics around podcasting. So as Jose kind of mentioned, um, you know, we're trying to figure out how do we get the listenership to increase. Um, and it, it's hard to do that when the, the various software that we're using have analytics that don't, don't really show us much. We, we don't know, you know, if people are listening to a whole episode or just first 10 seconds of an episode. We don't know necessarily which part of the day um, if we're releasing a sure, podcast sure. is best. So that that is one element of it. And and something that we talked about recently is our, our funnel, right? What, what direction is our funnel taking us? Are we trying to take people to the podcast or are we trying to take people to the Instagram, which... Both of those, they have their merits, um, and we haven't really decided yet. Uh, I would say <laughs> Jose is probably smiling to himself at the moment because we just had that discussion. Um, but we're, we're trying to figure it out, and I would say we're, we're doing a lot better uh, these days. I understand that wholly. Uh, I, I see analytics, and, and and for those people that are listening in and, and never thought about podcasts or what goes into it, uh, if you're doing this and, and you're doing this like we are in terms of having a hosting company and broadcasting things on the nature, there, there's several companies out there that provide a service and, and there's tiers of service, obviously. And, and the higher the tier, yeah, the more service you get out of it, including like, you know, incredible analytics that'll tell you everything that, that, uh, that Christian said right now that, that they don't get, but some people do. And, and the problem with that is that sometimes these podcast companies, they just, they go from seven ninety nine a month to all of a sudden twenty five ninety nine a month for that next <laughs> tier, and you're kind of like, should I? Should I not? That's that's kind of a, a cost that you're like, am I? I'm not making any money off of this necessarily. It's just one of those things that goes into it, and trying to get the audience out there is is a bit challenging, especially for what I've experienced with social media. It is kind of a grind every single time you're you're kind of trying to post, and Instagram itself. How do you guys feel about Instagram's current algorithm and has that hurt you? No, I actually feel like it has helped us. Um, I feel like the algorithm has a tendency to uh, favor reels as of late because I, I imagine they're trying to compete with TikTok and, and the likes. Sure. Um, so I've noticed a, an increase in, in engagement from, from releasing reels and such. And you'll see a lot of the, the the personalities in Instagram are releasing a lot more reels nowadays. The problem for, for me is keeping up, right? Because I have a day job and I have to, I have to be present when I'm at work. So I'm recording stuff at night after the kids go to sleep or on the weekends. And 
I'm trying to create content for the entire week, essentially at nights and over the weekend. So while it is helping us get the listenership, it's, it's pretty stressful trying to generate enough content, right? And am I creating quality enough content and all that kind of stuff? That's, that's where it gets a little bit difficult. Jose, how much of your time is spent on this? How much time have you not been able to sleep? Because sometimes this is a little bit more challenging than we expected it to be. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. As far as social media specifically goes, I would want to say that I, that I at least spend a good three hours. And mind you, we are not uh, a very busy uh, account. You know, we have one post a day or one every other day at most. Um, and that's still taking a lot of my time, right? It's not just taking the video and posting it. I have to take it, chop it, edit it, find the right audio and all that kind of stuff and, and post it. Same thing with the picture. Pictures are a little bit easier because, you know, you go, go to a nice coffee shop, you take a picture of what, what you drank and post it. Makes it a little bit easier. Sure. But I now... No, no, go ahead. Go sorry, ahead. Yeah, no, sorry, no, I apologize. Ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Yeah, and you know, like, Chris, like Christian mentioned, we've been talking about the strategy, and now what we're trying to get into is more informational posts. Uh, but that's hard, right? Because now you have to make infographics, and you have to figure out what platform you use for all that kind of stuff, what information do people want, and, and how to put it all together in a concise but but approachable way. Sure. And Christian, now that you all have 23 episodes, by the time this episode airs, I'm sure you'll have another episode up there, but right now you have 23, but when you first started your, your guests kind of change, right? You just like when, when I do this podcast, you try to get a little bit of everything. How has that evolved for you in terms of what you're trying to aim for in guest selection? So a really great question, Eric. We, we actually talked about this pretty recently as well. Um, so maybe three or four episodes ago, if, if you had heard this one, I had interviewed a, a friend of mine who lives in Italy and he talked about the coffee experience in that part of the world. And we're thinking that that's not really something that most people here in the States get is, um, at least a, a flavor of how coffee is consumed and, and the, the cultures around it. So we think moving forward that we'll probably do a few more of those where we talk to folks in another part of the world hear about what their daily coffee ritual is, how coffee is kind of part of the culture. Um, and then I think a lot of folks really like the, the Italian coffee episode, and I hope that they like the, the future, future episodes as well. Absolutely. And, and Jose, when it comes down to culture and understanding of coffee, how much of that is culture for you in terms of coffee and tradition that comes out for those guests as well when you're, when you're questioning them? Um, not quite sure I understand the question. Sorry. No, no, no. It's okay. Uh, in terms of me, like I, I grew up in a family where, um, Folgers was a big thing. Uh, my grandma, Oh yeah, grandma was, <laughs> was a Folgers drinker. I come from Hispanic background and, and coffee was kind of like the big, big important kind of first step of the morning, especially having grown up with my grandma here. And every morning she made her, her Folgers. And then, uh, during the weekends we'd go downtown and, and there was a little cafe, uh, called uh, La Cres, uh, downtown, little little cafes up there. It was kind of like a store, a department store that had a, a cafe in there. And we, I had these memories of uh, of her just ordering her, her coffee and enjoying it. And, and that kind of, when I'm making coffee, it always kind of takes me back. And so for you, in terms of your own history, your own past, how much of that is an influence when you're, you're interviewing your guests? 
Oh, absolutely. A ton. I mean, uh, in our first episode, I gave a little bit of my background and, and I've been drinking coffee since I was a kid. And I have so many good memories that are, that revolve around coffee. And I think the message that we're, we're trying to convey and, and also pull out of the guests is that the experience is also important, right? It's not just about the coffee bean itself and, and how it was processed and how it was brewed, but it's also the, the communal aspect of, of coffee because at least for Christian and I, it was a very important part of our upbringing. So it, it makes sense that we understand that other people feel the same way about coffee. There's a very strong emotional tie to the coffee rather than just the taste itself. So, yeah, it, t- it takes on a deeper meaning. How about yourself, Christian? Is it a deeper meaning for you just having a lot of maybe good memories that go along with those those cups of coffee? Oh, yes, absolutely. Um, so we, we talked about in the first episode for Coffee Break, I had mentioned a very, um, I'd say, common occurrence in my early teens or childhood where my, my, fa- my, sorry, my grandfather would come over to our house um, and then he would ask me to make his Folgers. So we're, we were a Folgers family back then as well. And then in, in going through that whole process of making the coffee for him, um, I would start sitting down and drinking the coffee. So I didn't start quite as early as say like childhood, uh, but th- there is, there is that memory where I would then sit with my grandfather and, you know, have a, a small sip of this coffee and chat a little bit about what he was doing, or I would talk about what I was doing. Um, and that, that is definitely a, a very core memory for me around coffee. Absolutely. And, and Jose, you're not four foot five, right? Because you, you stunted your growth because of early coffee <laughs> drinking. <laughs> No, not at all. And I mean, when I first started drinking coffee as a kid, it was mostly milk. Yeah, absolutely. With a little bit of coffee, right? <laughs> you know, you know what I used to do. I, uh, you know, those little co- uh, coffee creamers, the little, little, small little packets. Uh, I, I would think I was such a, a big shot at, at seven years old when my grandma would give me that and just be enjoy that, and I would just drink these little condensed milks and think that was coffee. <laughs> so for, yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm happy you didn't stunt your growth <laughs> at no. that early age there. I mean, I'm not tall, so maybe I could have been a little taller. <laughs> That's a lesson for all the kids out there. Don't start at eight, all right? There for for anyone out listening right now. With with the podcast that you all have going, what's the direction you're taking it right now? Where, where's Where's podcast for Coffee Break going? Let's say a year from now, where are you hoping it's going? Um, so I think we, we want to start getting into the more technical aspects or getting into more specialty coffee type stuff. Up until now, I mean, if, if you listen to the first series that we had, Beans for Beginners, it was a very beginner-focused series. It was, I mean, it was taking you from the Folgers person to maybe just grinding your beans at home and using better methods at home, but not really delving into specialty coffee. So essentially, we kind of t- want to take people through the same journey we went through, right, and, and start exploring going from from that stage of just buying whole beans and grinding them at home to eventually starting to care about single origin and the process and all that kind of stuff. So I think that's uh, one of the directions we want to take it in um, and, and bring some more of that information. But Christian, you're, you can disagree with me if you want. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, well, disagreements between us are kind of rare. Uh, so that's not going to happen here. But the the direction with you know taking it more into the the specialty space um, that is definitely one aspect of it and as I kind of touched on previously around cultures and rituals and coffee we'd like to do some more of that as well the I think the the specialty element is is interesting 
Um, but the the cultures is also an element of it that we can't forget about. So happy to continue that direction. Sure. And Christian. Yeah. And you know. Well, no, go ahead. Go ahead, Jose. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, going back to your previous question, I think that's something that we've been planning, right? Getting guests from around the world that can speak to coffee cultures all around the world, much like Christian's friends did, friend did in the Italian coffee episode. So it's it's nice getting a different perspective from someone across the the other side of the world, and and mm-hmm. understanding coffee is is vastly different uh, everywhere you go. I mean, I have a, a Mexican background, and coffee is is kind of a big thing, right? For, for me at least. Um, and, and I mean, it's for a lot of people. I don't want to take that away from anyone else, but for me, it's culturally rooted in some form or another, uh, whether because someone was getting up at 4am to kind of work or, or, uh, or maybe someone in, in, in the family has a farmer here in, in Mexico, uh, that's growing beans themselves. But how much fun Christian has it been for you having done this this show with with Jose over the last uh was a couple of years now in terms of everything you've done how much of your friendship has just grown because of this um i mean i would say a lot so before let's say before the last 3 years or so Jose and i spent a decent amount of time together so aside from working together um, when we kind of first started working together, we also lived in the same apartment complex. And that wasn't by plan. It just kind of worked out that um, there, there was a, the location was favorable for what we were doing. So we, we were seeing each other quite often. Um, and then as, you know, as life happens, you know, Jose had children and then I had my own child um, and the pandemic happened. And then there was just so much that kind of, kept, I would say it kept us apart, but we were still staying connected. Sure. But coming back to the, you know, now that we've done this podcast and we're actually approaching our our first anniversary here. In the okay, next first anniversary. Yes. <laughs> so it, it has been great to, you know, sit down with Jose every Sunday morning or most Sunday mornings is when we talk about podcasts or do recordings um, and, and have a chat, not just about coffee, which we both love, but also catch up on the week. You know, what would you do outside of, of the podcast? It It's maybe a requirement for... Um, dads or parents to kind of schedule time <laughs> to chat with your friends because it's it's really difficult to just have those very um, spontaneous moments i can connect, imagine right? have you both ever heard of red and link from good mythical morning by any chance you know who these guys are i don't unfortunately you don't no i was i was gonna say these guys have, uh, you guys remind me of them because you're the coffee version of them uh they've been lifelong friends for most of their life and um they they have the same chemistry as i'm hearing with you both um, Jose, how much fun has it been with Christian? I, I, I know that you both have kids. They're starting to form friendships. They're going to continue the legacy of Coffee Break, I'm sure. Yes, hopefully so. <laughs> uh, I'm already starting, starting to see it on my, on my own kids. Apparently, they like to eat coffee beans, which is a strange thing. But anyway, no, it's, it's, it's been a blast. And like Christian mentioned, the pandemic kind of drove us apart a little bit. Uh, not in the sense of like, you know, we weren't friends anymore, but in the sense that we weren't keeping in touch as much just because, you know, we weren't running into each other at work all the time. So this was kind of an intentional way for us to make time and, and keep up with this friendship. And, you know, we share this mutual interest and love for coffee. So it was a good opportunity for us to to keep developing that love together. And as, as you can tell from some of the episodes, I mean, we have very different tastes. So it's... It's fun that we can 
agree but disagree at the same time. I, I, I was about to ask you about that, the chemistry-wise. I mean, you guys are very uh, – you agree often, and, and you're okay with each other's opinions. But have you ever had a good, challenging conversation with each other where you're, you're fully disagreeing in terms of either content or direction? Christian, I'll let you take it first. <laughs> um, honestly, I was just sitting here in silence and wondering, have we had something along those lines? And personally, I don't remember one off the top of my head. And hopefully hopefully that's not me kind of like burying a memory that I didn't <laughs> like. Um, Jose, how about you? Happy to hear if you said that there is. You know, strong disagreements, not really. We We had a disagreement, I guess slightly on how we were going to approach the the espresso machine episode because we were we were thinking different entry level points so that's why we decided to take that approach with that episode but that wasn't really that was a very amicable disagreement to be honest with you and aside from that we just had some discussions on strategy the content strategy and the content for the podcast and the instagram uh but but i i guess the fact of the matter is we, we both kind of are looking at the same direction. So as long as we both realize that that we're trying to take the podcast to the same place, it's kind of easy to hear each other out. And, you know, when Christian lets me kind of uh, say what I need to say and I let him say what he needs to say, we, we kind of understand where we're coming from a little bit better. Would you say, Jose, that, that it's, it's easy to be able to kind of work with Christian and, and bounce off and kind of grow from those ideas because you might have some part of it and he might come back and, and, and say, Oh, let's do that. And, and, and here's the other idea that goes along with it. How much of that is helpful for you? Yeah. Just kind of like complimenting each other. Yeah, absolutely. Just complimenting yeah. each other, get, getting ideas that bounce off of each other. Is, is that easy for you? Yeah, I think so. And you know, we're, we're very respectful of each other. So I think, uh, it just makes our, our conversations really a little more lively, right? Especially when, like Christian mentioned, we, we typically meet on Sunday mornings. So when we get a little more awake and we start having a little more lively conversation, it's actually kind of fun because we start kind of getting a little creative and bouncing more creative ideas. So if anything, I think it's, it's, a, it's a very positive thing. It, it totally comes off as that. And, and I will say that you guys are a, a lot of fun. Uh, to to listen to and and actually hear that smooth talk with each other and chemistry and you you can hear the friendship and you can definitely hear how hard you all are trying on this podcast and trying to promote it and get it out there and help educate people christian where can people find coffee break uh sure it's, I, I will say right now that i'm not typically the person that does this so hopefully jose gives me an okay score so <laughs> obviously the so the the website you've mentioned before eric is coffeebreakpod.com and that's a pretty good place to both see the episodes when they come out um and then also see some show notes etc and, and some fun links that we share every so often um and then as far as our instagram we're at coffee.break.podcast um that's pretty straightforward, I would say. And I think our podcast is actually listed not just in Apple Podcasts or the, the Google Podcasts, but um, Spotify and quite a few other places as well. So you guys can have a pretty good chance of finding us. Absolutely. Gentlemen, it was a pleasure to have you both on the show, and I can't wait to have you back on in the future here. 
Thank you, Eric. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. And abs- thank you, guys. Thank you. And don't forget to, to subscribe and get lost in a conversation about Everything Coffee podcast on Apple, Spotify, or anywhere else you get your podcast. Visit Everything Coffee at everythingcoffee.podbean.com. Visit us at everything.coffee.podcast on Instagram. And thank you for joining us and supporting local businesses in your city and around the world.